0: Average Boy! He's Average Boy! He's Average Boy! Look out, he's back, with shoes untied and his ears slicked back. Taking life on one day at a time. Average Boy and Jess, bringing the rhyme. Welcome to Episode 7 of the official Average Boy Podcast. By Bob Smiley, as told to Bob Smiley. Yes, Bob, you are the key ingredient because, well, you're average boy. And I'm Jesse, editor of Focus on the Family Clubhouse magazine.
1: Today, you know, I thought the responsible thing to do would be to talk about what I learned house-sitting. House-sitting?
0: Yeah, is that like what happens when King Kong needs a place to rest? (sighs) Isn't it a little (laughs) early to be doing your
1: joke of the day?
0: That that wasn't my joke. Uh, You know, but now that you bring it up... I did. uh, Oh, I did. did, I really got to watch that. Okay, well, I have a good one for today. Here it is. How does an elephant climb a tree? (coughs) I don't know. It sits on an acorn
1: and waits. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, that joke is like a good doctor. It takes a lot of patience. Anyway, I wanted this podcast to be about responsibility. I'm trying to learn to be more reliable, especially after something my dad said to me last week. Oh, well, what'd he say? He said, Bob, you need to be more reliable. You know, he likes to talk in code like that. Mm. But I had to agree with him because he had just noticed that I would forgot to feed the dog again. You know, doing the chores like feeding the dog, you know, that's a great way to learn responsibility. It is. And Dad went on to point out how I'd forgotten to do a lot of things lately, which is true. I, I wanted to point out a few things I hadn't forgotten. But when I started talking, Dad stopped me and he said, I can tell you even forgot to brush your teeth today. I thought about telling him that he didn't need the word today, but I didn't think that would help. <laughs> so instead, I said, You're right. I'm going to make a list of all the things I need to do to remember to be more responsible.
0: Oh, yeah. Making a list, you know, that's an awesome idea.
1: Yeah. I love making lists, it helps keep me on track. And it was a great list, it was one of my best. I was really proud of it. Too bad I lost it before I could write down, keep track of list.
0: Yeah. You know, that probably should have been at the, the top of your list.
1: Yeah, anyway, I was determined to be more reliable. So when Miss Dodd asked me to house sit for, I instantly said yes. I was like, that's a perfect way to become more reliable. This was my opportunity to show responsibility. Plus, I'd always wanted to get up on Miss Dodd's roof. But when I asked her where she kept her ladder, she informed me that house sitting doesn't mean sitting on a house. I was supposed to actually sit in her house, which. To be honest, was not as exciting.
0: You know, that's another good example of one of those words that sounds like one thing, but it totally means another.
1: Yeah, there's so many words like like plethora. That sounds like a weird sneeze, doesn't it? (laughs) It Like uh, a plethora, but plethora really just means you have a lot of something. Kind of like I will have a plethora of responsibility when I'm house sitting for Miss Dodd. Yeah. Yeah, my main job was to watch and feed her cats, but I also needed to bring in several boxes that would be delivered while she was gone. It was a perfect way to show that I was becoming reliable. Now, here's the truth behind it all, though. I love helping out, but I'm not a huge fan of cats. Cats just run away from me. And in the definition of a pet something you can actually pet? If you walk up to an animal and its first response is, <coughs> I'm not sure that's a great pet. You know, we have a cat. I've actually written about it a lot in Clubhouse Magazine. And once I tried to feed the cat in order to make friends with him, and so I put a bunch of tuna in a bowl. But he just darted out from under the couch. He ate the tuna super quick and then just ran away from me, I'm assuming with now much worse breath. Ooh, I wonder how long it's been since he's brushed his teeth. Uh, Bob, I, I think we're getting a little off topic. So uh, back to house
0: sitting. How did it go? Did, did you break anything?
1: Did I break it, Jesse? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. But I went to Miss Dodd's house that morning. I was super excited. She showed me where everything was and said she'd be back late that night. And to show her I was responsible, I asked very important questions to show her how serious I was about doing a good job. I asked her what food I could eat in her refrigerator and which remote turned on the TV. Mm. Pretty responsible if I do say so myself, (laughs) which I, I actually did just say so. Anyway, three hours later. I was getting so good at house sitting. I'd been sitting the entire time. Every once in a while, her cats would just wander in the room, look at me, and go, which I think means welcome to our house. Anyway, I was really getting into it, and that's when the doorbell rang. The first package had arrived. I opened the door and brought it inside. Jesse, being reliable felt so good. And then my phone vibrated. So I walked over and saw Sarah's picture on my phone screen. Sarah had just texted me. I couldn't believe it. That's awesome. Yeah, I'd been waiting for this text. So I called Billy to share the news. And Billy was like, oh, that's so great. What'd she say? And then that's, of course, when I realized I was so excited that I actually forgot to look at the text. So I told him I'd have to call him back. So I opened the text and it said, hey, AB, going with some friends to the park. Come hang out. It was so awesome. I couldn't wait to show off the half chin-up I could do on the monkey bars thanks to my ever-growing huge muscles that my dad even last week called almost noticeable.
0: You know, your dad is quite an encourager. But, uh, Bob, isn't that the park where they lowered the
1: chin-up bar? So can't you stand up for most of the way up? I I don't think that's actually important for the story. Uh. Plus, it didn't even matter because I was house-sitting, so I knew I couldn't go to the park. I had cats to watch and two more packages to bring in. I kind of was depressed about that. I fell back on the couch. I grabbed my phone, and I started to text, and all of a sudden, yeah. I mean, that's not what I texted. Good. For some reason, the cats, they came in to greet me again, and I was like, yes, I see you, cats. And I even went back at them, but I don't really know what that meant. They just kind of disappeared again. So – Anyway, I had my phone and I texted Sarah saying, sorry, I can't make it. I'm watching Miss Dodd's cats all day and she's got some boxes being delivered. And I think she picked me to bring them into the house because the boxes are super heavy. In fact, the first one is here and must have weighed at least four pounds. You know, I thought I'd work in how strong I was getting. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Anyway, I felt horrible until the phone vibrated again. Sarah texted right back and said, I think she picked you because you're a man of your word and very reliable. Did you hear that? She called me a man. Anyway, the rest of the day went great. I watered Miss Dodd's plants without being asked. I even cleaned her kitchen. I knew she wouldn't notice that part because she wasn't there whenever I spilled all the orange juice. And, oh, that's what I broke. Mm. I dropped a glass of orange juice on the kitchen floor. It wasn't my fault, though. One of the cats snuck up behind me and went... (laughs) You know, I guess to keep greeting me. I've I already felt greeted, but it scared me. But it, it broke. But I cleaned it up because I am very responsible. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, when Miss Dodd got home, she made me feel so good. She looked at all her deliveries and said, Bob, it's so nice having someone living close by that I can rely on. Thank you for getting my packages and feeding my cats. I decided not to tell her I forgot to feed the cats. You know, You know what? That's probably why they were hissing at me. But anyway... I felt great knowing I had done a great job. You know, wow. Except for that that cat
0: part, you probably should have fed him. You know, I think you did a great job house-sitting. And it sort of reminds me of this story that Jesus told about a couple brothers. Our listeners can read about them in Matthew chapter 21, verses 28 through 31. And for the sake of this story, let's call them Rex and Reginald. And so dad walks in and says, uh, hey, Rex, I need you to help me with some gardening today. Rex answers, well, first of all, Dad, thanks for not naming me Reginald. And second of all, I can't. All my friends in here, we're going to play some frisbee. Well, Dad wasn't thrilled with Rex's answer, so he went over to Reginald. And there's Reginald sitting behind his desk, and he's reading a book. Uh, Just for fun, let's say he was reading, um, I don't know, Devotions for Super Average Kids, book one. Oh, that's a great book, I'm told. I actually hear the author is very muscular. Okay, well, well, back to the story. So, Reginald, Dad says, Hey, Reginald, can you help me with some gardening today? Oh, of course, Father, Reginald says. I'd love to help. And by the way, you should read this book. It's awesome. Okay, so far, I really like this Reginald guy. You know, Reginald does say the right things. But when Dad was actually working in the garden, guess who rolled up? It was Rex. Rex came right up on his skateboard and said, Hey, Dad, I decided to skip Frisbee and help you out. Well, Reginald, on the other hand, was a no-show. So who did the Father's will and was more reliable?
1: Uh, I guess that would be
0: Rex, really, the one who didn't read my book? Well, exactly. I'm sure Rex will read that. but But the point is, God wants us to be true to our word. When we keep our commitments, we help other people and ourselves because it feels great when we're responsible. You know, being responsible also means you're trustworthy. Teachers, your parents and friends, you know, they don't automatically give you their trust. You earn their trust by keeping your commitments and being responsible.
1: Okay, now you're reminding me of something Jesus said. In Luke chapter 16, verse 10, he said, One who is faithful with very little is also faithful in very much. And one who is dishonest with very little is also dishonest in much. So if I'm asked to do something like feed the dog or take out the trash, I need to do it to show I'm responsible Although I don't think cats count in this situation. Yeah, you know, and the
0: cool thing is we serve a God who's 100% trustworthy. He always keeps his promises to us. And as we keep our promises to our parents, teachers, and friends, we reflect God's character and we grow more like him.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Of course, it's not always easy to do what we said we would do. Different things can come up, even fun things like hanging out at the park with our friends. At those times, you're going to have to make a decision to follow fun Or follow through. You know, following fun sounds, well, fun because that's its name. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's often not the best choice if you want to build responsibility and trust. And making good choices reminds me of this question I received from Michelle. Can I read it? Yeah, please. Okay. Dear average boy, what do you do when you have a ton of homework and you have other important things to do? Wow. You know, doing homework is a huge responsibility when you're
0: growing up. So uh, what'd you tell her?
1: You know what? Actually, I finished my homework before I answered her. Then I told her that homework is very important to finish first. Getting your work done right away frees up the rest of the day to do important or fun things. My parents actually have me do my homework right when I get home, so I have the rest of the evening to get into trouble uh, to, to play. To play, okay. Yeah, to play. And um, that's what I was going to say. I sometimes actually even do my homework while I'm riding home on the bus Although I've had to stop doing that because the bus gets really bumpy on the road, so it's hard for teachers to read my handwriting.
0: Yeah, you know, I'm I'm glad you're rethinking that. You know, But another great way to build responsibility is to think of how your actions affect those around you or even yourself. So let's say if you don't walk the dog, who loses? And if you fail to finish your chores, who has to pick up the slack? And if you don't do your homework guess what happens to your grades? You know, when you follow through on your responsibilities, you make life better for everyone, including yourself.
1: Yeah, so if you're listening to this right now and you probably know who you are, tonight, before you go to bed, think about some areas where you can show more responsibility. You may even want to ask your parents for some ideas. I've done that, and my parents always have an answer for that one. Ooh, and then you can make a list of what they say. Oh, speaking of... I found my list while we were talking. It was actually uh, in my backpack under that sandwich that now looks like a science experiment. I'm going to read over it, and I'm going to start doing some things on it to show my dad just how responsible I'm becoming. Wow. Well, it sounds like you're going to be busy for the rest of the day.
0: So I guess that's all for today's official Average Boy podcast, a presentation of Focus on the Family.
1: Yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. And remember to tell your family and friends to listen, too. If you want more stories that will make you laugh and help you grow closer to God, just go to AverageBoy.org and check out Devotions for Super Average Kids, books one and two. In fact, Reginald says it's the best book he has ever read. Yeah, uh
0: I'm not sure if a fictional person giving an endorsement is a great idea, but you know, if any of our listeners have questions for us or about their faith, they can call 1-888 465-6595 and leave us a message. Please make sure you get your parents' permission before you call, because we may use your question and your voice on a future podcast. You can also read The Adventures of Average Boy every month and focus on the family Clubhouse magazine. Every story is always written by comedian Bob Smiley. Oh, oh, that's me. Yep, and I'm Jesse, reminding you to always remember, don't be average.
1: Be super average.